Pickaxe. Extended Rest for the month of February is brought to you today by DungeonFog.com. Dungeon Fog is your all-in-one premium service for map making, notes taking, and even soundscapes for your sessions. If you want to focus on playing your game more and prep time less, please visit DungeonFog.com today and check out all the features that they're working on. There you can quickly create beautiful maps and even share them with the community and download other people's projects and edit them on the fly. Go check out DungeonFog.com today and see what all the fuss is about. Howdy, everybody out there in uh, in Twitch chat. Uh, that's a great way for us to start off. If if you're not here live, we do a little uh, like a like a pregame roundup type thing where we where we try to let the chat filter in and, and get caught up. Um, welcome to Extended Rest for February. I'm Jason. I'm usually the Dungeon Master, Dungeon Master but um, ra- Raisiners. That's Raisiners. Raisiners. I'm glad all the Raisiners can join the us. The Raisiners. Um, Your tongue's usually not as swollen as this. <laughs> I'm usually better at my job than this. Uh, <laughs> making up the panel this month is Susan. Hi, I'm Susan. What he just said. And um, I play Maddie on Group A. <laughs> and Karen. Hi, I'm Karen, and I play Callie on Group B. And James. It's James, and I play Masoka <laughs> on Group A. And Mac. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mac, and I played Colonel Vulgaris on Group C. And I'm glad everyone else went before me, because I think this is my second time doing Extended Rest. I think so, yeah. Which is kind of hilarious. Well, uh, that uh, that that uh, ED, that, that, that played, is uh, one of the things we're going to mm-hmm. talk about tonight, because we had uh, a bunch of people email... Or, actually, we didn't get too many emails, but there have been people on Discord and the Facebook group chat and stuff uh, asking, and I, I just didn't feel like telling every individual person <laughs> let me address every single one of you one at a time right and it's 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 one of those things that it's like it's really not a big deal it's not like there's a bunch of drama behind this this departure but it is one of those things we are going to talk about and we're going to get right in to uh, a group c episode uh, arc 2 episode 25 entitled glade uh, which aired on February 4th, 2018. Uh, Group C does a bunch of stuff in this episode. Uh, they're, they're, they're gonna be dealing with some fallout from the whole cheating scandal thing. I wanna talk about that right off the bat. Um, uh, they deal with some unsavory individuals in a, in a tavern, and then they have a lengthy fight in, in the arena. Um, starting things off though with, the, uh, the, the speaking to the representative there at the Oasis and everything, I guess this would be addressed to, to Mac mostly, but. Hey, you know, that part that I talked a lot, that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you, was there an expectation going into that? Like, did you think that would go better or worse or. I mean, it went about as I expected it would. Mm-hmm. Cause like I figured I figured worst case scenario, like, well, like, 
I have forgotten everyone's names. It has been like two months. Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Clara. That's the name. That's the name. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm t- Listen, it's been two months. I'm sick. Let me live. Here's um, what happened. Mac, Mac was leaving the show and said, fuck this. And just. Yeah, I just flipped the double birds and then I backflipped <laughs> away. But yeah, did you see that? How did you see it going? Did you, you, I guess you just didn't really have much of an expectation for it. Yeah, because like I like I figured um, Clara would just like worst case scenario would be thrown in like jail for a little bit, mm-hmm. like just just a little bit, not even that long. Just sort of like, hey, we have an image to maintain. Go to jail, right? Go to jail. Um, but yeah, like overall, I was like, eh, and like if it had gone, like. <laughs> I'm glad nobody was like, hey, she didn't do anything wrong. I don't think anyone would have, but I'm glad that there was, like, none of that. No one tried to lie because Kalina would have been like, what are you doing? Listen, I know we're friends, but that was cheating. Well, you did. Okay, here's the thing. The one thing that you you did uh, as Kalina was, it's like, well, it could have been worse. We could have, I could have stabbed someone or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, okay, I do remember one thing about that session, and that was I had, I think I woke up like an hour before, and I hadn't eaten anything that day, so I was a little bit out of it. So I was like, this is a good thing to say. This makes sense. (laughs) Uh, What about the rest of you guys? Did you guys have any expectations for that? Did you think there'd be a big fallout for it? Yes. I was kind of expecting like a Vegas shakedown, you know, like an um, ah, like a oh, what winner winner chicken dinner? What is 21. that? Twenty one, you know, where they take them into a back room and just yeah. like beat the shit out of and them. And Morpheus like, beats the back shit to out of you. Strip. Yeah. <laughs> so I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> well, okay, I think playing. Playing Maldron, which is the the older gentleman who who runs the casino, I think that would have went worse if not for Clara stepping up and just taking all the responsibility. Just like, okay, this is a big, kind of a big misunderstanding. Here's what happened. Yo, very sorry. And then uh, there was no fighting to keep the money. There was no, you know what I mean. There wasn't much of a fight on the group's part. Yeah. I thought um, Bree played that real well, too. Like, played the nervous, like, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. so sorry. <laughs> and that was obviously a thing going into that, that uh, it, you guys know, uh, being role players and having something go wrong for your character or something is put on your character or NPCs assume something about your character and it. It's uh, it's a misrepresentation of what your character is supposed to be. So you, you, I mean, you get upset. I've had it happen to NPCs too, where uh, for the longest time, I think it was just presupposed. It's like, oh yeah, Julie's a bitch. And I, I, I always kind of wonder, it's like, what, what am I putting out there when I'm playing? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that she's opposing another character, you know? Right. 
Well, Dagon got that a lot, but I mean, he was a dick half the time. But <laughs> really, he got—I didn't see too much of the Dagon's a dick. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I like the Poe, the Poe, the Poe Dagon thing. Okay, that it was more, but that was more like, hey, we're doing something here, buddy. Like, what the get the fuck out of here? You know, it's like we don't have time for your shit, or I don't anyway. That's fair. That was more what that was. So after the whole. <laughs> Leaving the casino, completely Group C's idea. Um, mm-hmm. They they help out Poe by by going to uh, a local local tavern, the Golden Circle, and uh, dealing with these these old school Overwatch guys. Mm-hmm. Which I want to give Group C some props here because I, I that I I think a lot of groups would probably be tempted to go violent with that. Yes. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. 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 God knows I was. I was like, I want I want to hit them. Which like is funny because that's very much like a Kaluna thing. Where like most of the time when I do any sort of like role play, like be it in like an RPG like video game or like in a different tabletop game, I'm like diplomacy first always go diplomacy uh, but with Kaluna it's always like no no we, we fight people we hit them group C actually hasn't had too many fights though in the new uh... yeah yeah like I'll just with the people that Kaluna has been surrounded with doesn't really work out in their favor Right. but like in Kaluna's mind it's like Oh, no. There was this thing that a teacher of mine said in high school. Not sure that it's the best advice, but uh, it's what I always thought of with Kaluna is um, he was he would say, like, like when when teenage boys get mad at each other and they just fight each other, then -hmm. they get the aggression out and like it settles whatever dumb problem they had. And, like, that's the mindset that Kaluna has, where it's, like, if we just fight each other, we'll get all the anger out, and it'll be good. Everything's settled. Right, and if it were a fist fight, that... Yeah. Yeah, Kaluna doesn't have a great history with fist fights, though. Right. (laughs) Um, Opening it up a bit, if this were, uh, if this were group A or B, do you feel like that would have been a little more violent or do you feel like it would have been as diplomatic or maybe even more so if there's a more diplomatic solution i think well i think group a is kind of divided on who would be diplomatic and who wouldn't be Probably. so yeah. i think it depends who who was there and who was doing the talking surprisingly two different sides of that coin probably donovan and maddie would be the least confrontational right yeah. Like one's pious and one just wants to have a good time, but essentially they both don't want to cause a fight. That's actually interesting though, coming from uh Maddie's perspective, because Maddie's got a real grudge against slavers. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. like the it's not like the old school Overwatch guys are uh against using slaves or uh trading slaves or any of that. <laughs> yeah. But there's a big like label for her, Nouvelle. Right, that's, that's fair. That's where it 
that's where it goes. That's fair. Um, but yeah, that was all dealt with really, really nicely. And, and amazingly, <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to give a special shout out to, uh, to Zach. Yes. <laughs> Zach went out of his way and to the point where it's like, okay, something's going to happen when I, when I dump this picture on, you know, Kalina's head and, uh, Avalanche jumping in the way it's just, just taking all of that in the face and like he's just being, saint-like in 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 terms of not getting violent not getting you know angry it's it was a really cool way to handle that i was also like really impressed by like the way lrf was like holding back too because she's always the first one to be like i want to fight i'm gonna fight that's true and she was like so patient and it might have yeah. been it might have been because maybe the group just knew it's like okay we'll get this pen up hostility out of our systems later in the session probably mm. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um speaking of which, let's jump to a little later in the episode where uh group C fights Gar in the arena which is this uh quite literally you know gold-plated Warforged, who up until then was undefeated in in Onacall, though their their big fighting history now hasn't. Uh, it, it's not incredibly long. Uh, it's not like when the fir- the city first fell and all that stuff. But they're they're kind of rebuilding things as a as a big tourist destination. Um, was there? How did you feel going into the fight? Was there a big worry? Was there? Did you? kind of figure everything was going to be fine or did you did you figure maybe one or two people might fall oh no i was really confident going into it and then during the fight i was like oh no that's right this is 5e at like low levels (laughs) then i got worried he was doling out some good hits there Mm -hmm. There was a few times where uh, the like he was he was rolling near max damage and it was um, Avalan specifically I think Avalan almost Avalan almost bought it like it was close it wasn't uh, it wasn't you know it wasn't crazy but yeah it, it got pretty pretty bad mm-hmm. there was was there two characters that went unconscious I think so yeah I think, yeah I think, I think it was. I believe it was our two fighters, which makes sense. <laughs> uh, Bouquet in the chat. Oh, my God. The fight with Gar. I had just seen a minor spoiler on Discord about people being sad about something and was sweating bullets the whole time. I I thought that, too. Thought oh, really? Cool. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had heard, you know, read not. Well, yeah, I guess spoiler stuff, but just sort of skimmed over it. And I was like, who died? <laughs> who died <laughs> so the entire time you're listening it's like okay one of these guys are gonna one of these guys are gonna bite it during the fight yeah for sure and it also looked like someone was you know it could have happened a couple times so. right yeah traditionally just for me I don't like fights like that I don't like the arena style fights where there's uh, there's a there's a huge enemy or there's there's someone who's really really skilled with a specific weapon or something like that because i feel like if you guys are fighting a pack of orcs or you're you know fighting bandits or something like that i feel like the damage 
is incrementally doled out where you you kind of get a feel for things that like the difficulty ramps up over time you guys start to run into spell slots or healing or whatever with a fight like that you can absorb a crap ton of damage really quickly and just be down or maybe dead and that that worries me i don't uh, i don't like the you know one two hits and you're just gone type of fight uh traditionally I don't know if any of you guys had any thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. just thinking like how dis- disappointing it would be to go out that way. But I think that's just the nature of how it is now. Right. Um, and we kind of have to be prepared for that. And it's – if you look at it from – ours is a moderate magic world. But if you get stabbed in the heart with a sword or a javelin or something – I, I think you should take an, you know, a, a large amount of damage, like reasonably. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I think it's tougher for a PC to die right now than it was toward the end of uh, Arc 1. I don't know. I kind of feel like it might feel the same. <laughs> uh, really? Okay. <laughs> Do you so okay? Have there been particular well, okay? Group B has had some hairy moments since since Arc One, or uh, since Arc Two started. Is it? Do you feel like it's worse now, or it's it's pretty much the same, like you said? I mean, like for me, not to get too personal, no. most of my characters haven't stuck around for very long, so it's about the same. Okay. I have the same amount of investment in Callie as I did my previous characters. Oh, don't say that. I know. Don't. I don't even think about it anymore. <laughs> I just gotta live my life. I just gotta do me. <laughs> uh, so the do fight have, wraps up. Do you have up. a backup, Karen? Oh. Backup? I never have a backup no, character. Good. No, me neither. Yeah, okay. Good. I had like eight backup characters. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. Do so you don't have a backup character? Is that because you feel like that would jinx your current character, or is it just okay? Some people see that as giving up, right? It's like if you have a backup character, then you're not totally committed to the one you're playing now. I mean, I think it's a little bit of that. Like, I get very into like what I'm currently doing, so like Mm -hmm. I feel like. If I had a backup character, I would be thinking about all the cool things that character... Oh, I keep hitting my... I need to put my uh, printer away. Um, (laughs) I'm making wide arm gestures. Uh, I do that all the time. (laughs) Um, I would just be thinking about all the cool things that I could do with my other character when I should be focused on my current character and all the cool things I have planned for this character, you know? Right. I get distracted. That's fair. Absolutely. And I think it would make you feel like your current character is more expendable. Mm. Maybe you'd make more risks or something. Right. Wow. Okay, then. I see how you guys think of me now. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) This was specifically targeted at you, Mac. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. I'm leaving anyway, so get your shots in while you can. (laughs) I was going to say, think of it as a really late stage intervention. (laughs) I know you're already leaving, but... Just let us talk you out of 
And just my two cents, I never had those issues, me personally, because, like, mm-hmm. Kalina is, like, Kalina's near and dear to me. And, like, I never, ever, never, ever was, like, I never wanted them to die. I was never, like... You know, Kaluna is great, but I would much rather get to this character. It was always like, I want Kaluna to live as long as fucking possible. I do want to play this other character, but like, this one, this one is good, and I don't want you to die. And while I did think about like, shit, that my other character, because I had like one backup character that was like really fleshed out, and the rest were like, vague ideas in case that one didn't work out. Right. And so, like, that one, I would be, like, like during a session, completely out of my mind, not thinking about them at all. Afterwards, I would be like, oh, you know, they might have handled it this way, or this way, or this way. But, like, most of the time, I was entirely focused on Kaluna. Yeah, and again, people people approach that differently. I, like... It, it it all depends on what kind of session you run, because I know people sometimes bring backup characters fully fleshed out to a session in case they die, so they can just start rolling with a new one right away. Obviously, mm-hmm. our our show's not like that, because that would be supremely weird. If... <laughs> just, you get decapitated, and look, someone just sprang out of the hole where well, I had a brother. Uh, okay, so the fight wraps up, and the entire time we started, we, we started laying seeds. We started talking about this uh, <laughs> plant See. joke. Uh, so we started talking about <laughs> Kaluna having uh, the sense of uh, dread or a, f- a bad feeling about something, and uh, we kind of ramped that up um, uh, before the fight, and then after we we kind of got into it, and uh, that led to. Uh, Ka- wow, I spelled Kaluna wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Kaluna. Good job, Jason. Uh, well, if it makes Whoa. you feel any better, I will Whoa. not make the same mistake twice. Because. Oh, <laughs> But if, if see, that's a thing that we obviously need to talk about in depth because we, you know, there was a bunch of stuff that was happening leading up to that, and it was something we. I don't think we had a long-term plan for. No. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, so do you want to you fill people in on what's going on? Okay. So uh, I don't know. How nitty-gritty should I get with this? Go. Um, I, however, however deep you want to dive. Like, I, I, like, this is one of the few uh, departures where it's not... Yeah, it's where it's not, not like, well, someone fucked up. Right. And, uh, <laughs> So, um, God, I guess the end of December, I think it was, maybe? About the, somewhere was, there. Maybe January. Yeah, um, yeah, late December, very early January. Uh, Jason hit me up and was like, hey, we're trying to get Group C to meld a little better. Do you have any ideas? And I was like, yeah, here's some feedback. And then Jason was like, hey, in case this doesn't work out... <laughs> In case we cannot make this work, would you be willing to play a different character? And I was like, well, you see, the thing is, which is funny considering I just talked about how I had so many backup characters. But um, I was like, I I wanted to leave the show once I was done with Kaluna because, like, 
the sh- I don't consciously think of the show as like a show. Mm-hmm. Like in the moment, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing D and D with my friends, but my brain is like, no, we're doing work. So it has. So doing the show for me has had the same effect as like if I had a job or something, where it's like, okay, you need to do everything right. If you fuck up, so many people are going to know you fucked up. So do it right, and just you know, lots of stress. And so I was like, yeah, this is not healthy for me. Just like, yeah. So. I was, so that was the plan was I was just going to stick it out until Kalina either retired or died, <laughs> even though I was kind of like dying very slowly. <laughs> I was willing to sacrifice for the cause. Um, but so I told Jason all this, probably condensed, but I told him all this and he was like, well, that's not fucking healthy. <laughs> so we talked about getting me off the show and we tried very hard to come up with a way that would make sense for Kaluna to leave. Right. And uh, this is this is what we ended up with. I am kind of sad that I uh, that the idea that Kelsey and I had a long time ago uh, it wasn't realistic, but it was like really good. Uh, it was that Kaluna would go to the swamp where the witch used to live and Kaluna would just be there living as a cryptid, scaring people away. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, it's a really good idea. Not at all realistic. But <laughs> it's like, it's a good thought. I, the, I don't know how much people know about how we do the show or how we like record it or whatever, but that's me and Bree are really adamant about the work side of DNR should fall on us. If it starts feeling like a job to you guys, something's wrong and we need to, we need to fix it. It should just feel like when you guys show up, it should just be a game of D and D. That's all it should be. All the, you know, editing and all that stuff should fall on us. All the stress and, you know, and that I, I've, I've taken great pains to, if we get hate mail, which is pretty rare, uh, but if we get hate mail or something like that, I always sit on that. I never share that with the cast ever because it only it's only hurtful. Like it's only um, there is no constructive criticism to be found here. No, I, I do that. Like, I'll try to take a nugget of constructive criticism. And it's like, dear fucking moron. And it's like, OK, I'm listening. Like, I, I'll <laughs> I'll do that. But I wouldn't subject anyone else to the cast because that's them. unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, that's unhealthy, guys. Yeah, um, it's unreasonable to do such a thing. But there is Discord and stuff like that. And I think everybody on the Discord is supremely nice. And, and the group page and all that stuff. Like, that's that's been pretty nice. But I understand the stress of realizing tens of thousands of people listen to... Like, the, that, can, that can is, screw with you. The thing is, none of this was conscious. Like, I only figured this out, like... After we did the last session, and I was like, let me review what I'm going to say mm-hmm. whenever I have to talk about the fact that I'm leaving the show. So I, like, deeply psychoanalyzed myself to figure all this shit out. <laughs> but, yeah, like, just, I love DNR, and I love being a part of it, and I love the community. But also, the community itself is, like, so exhausting just for me because of the way that my brain works. I've got... 
in case I haven't said it enough in out-of-character chats, which I probably have, um, Asperger's is a thing. And so talking to people is hard and exhausting. So, like, I don't know if the fans noticed, but, like, I used to always, always, always show up to streams. But then I was like, God, I cannot do this anymore. I'm so tired. Mm. And, like... The Discord, I never joined the Discord because I was like, I'm so tired. I cannot keep up with this. And so, right. like, like it's just, it was a lot of things coalescing into, hey, maybe I should leave. Maybe this is not good for me. Well, that's that's another reason. We did notice the stream thing because you, uh, you and Kelsey used to come to the streams a ton. And then it was like, we, we start seeing you less and less and then not at all. We just figured it's like, oh, it's not for them. But there was never anything that said, like, you had to show up to streams. So that was just yeah. something that's like, oh. I just, I just liked going to streams. Right. I, liked, I liked yelling at you for being bad at games. Sure. <laughs> I, liked, Who I liked getting mad whenever you missed obvious things. Sure. And laughing at you when you were bad at Dark Souls. It was oh. all a good time. Oh, Dark Souls is the fucking worst. Don't tell Xavier it's I so said that. It's so good. It's so good you're alive. Yeah, I was saying you don't have any patience, Jason. It's a shitty game for me. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. It's it's a fine game for anyone else. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's that's the thing. I I, I always want people to come to me with that kind of stuff. There's something I've said 600,000 times since we've started DNR is I can't fix a problem I don't know exists. So the second you told me about it, it was like, okay, well... uh, this is well, here's a simple solution. Mm. Get out of my fucking house. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was it was more just like okay, so oh, yeah, no, you no, can't no, fix did. that. Like, there's nothing I can do to like. I could lie to you, and it's like okay, it's not a show anymore, Mac. It's just us. <laughs> Don't look online. It's just us. It's just you and me. <laughs> <There's> just <laughs> you and me. <God. laughs> But yeah, obviously we wish you we wish you all the luck and just rest up and have fun doing stuff that isn't necessarily in front of a bunch of people. You know, that's the irony of it is. Mm. Uh, so I went from DNR, which I le- which I am leaving because it stressed me out. This is the part where you tell us you've joined another show. Exactly. That is exactly what I'm doing. But it's different because. Because I'm in it at the baby stages, right? Like, I think, I think, don't tell any of them that I'm saying this, but I think there's like maybe 50 people that tune in, maybe. But so like, it's very small and it helps a lot that it's with my brother and Mm. his friends. And I started off doing it like playing with them as like just friends never ever was it associated with like a show Mm -hmm. and then they were like hey we want to turn this into something and i was like okay so it's a completely different mindset for me Mm -hmm. i know this sounds like super shitty but like it's just it's a different mindset where dnr i met everyone as sort of not professionally but you know like we are getting together to do this. And while we are friends, we are getting together to do a job. But then with this other group, it's like, yeah, this is my brother and his weird friends. And we've been playing tabletop games for a long time together. Right. So, like it's, it's just, it's not as stressful because 
I don't have to learn to get into the groove. I don't have to worry about like, oh, is this joke going to land? Like, I don't have to worry as much. And it also helps that for those shows uh, that I'm doing with them, I made characters who are different from Kaluna and Peanut decided to start barking. Thanks, but um, they're different and they're easier for me to play. Like we're doing a, a superhero game, which is ironic because everyone else has read a bunch of comic books and I have read none, but uh, I'm playing basically Spider-Man and it's so fun. It's, it's delightful. And That's it does. Awesome. Yeah. And another thing that makes it easier is DNR is like, we're telling a story. We're getting together, we've got this big magical world, and we're telling a story. But the other show is we're a bunch of idiots who are just dicking around and often just kind of getting in each other's way. So it's, I've spent a lot of time talking about this instead of talking about DNR, and now I feel like an asshole. But it's just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to explain to the fans why, like, why I'm leaving DNR and going to this other thing when it's basically the same thing. And like, it just, it feels different is the there, best way that I can explain. The, the, the easiest way to put it is it just takes less of a toll on you. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And again, basically. we're, we're all going to miss you and it's, it's, you know, it's, it sucks, but it is what it is. So, um, again, wish you all the luck in it and I hope you have fun. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty much uh, the end of the episode. Uh, Kaluna kind of rode out on a, a caravan heading back up north. Uh, and that brings us to Arc 2, Episode 26, Knee Deep, uh, which aired February 11th, 2018. <sighs> this I, I is one of those... Th- oh, God. Sorry. I just, just want to say, uh, Mac, I would have never guessed... There was an issue there. I think you played Kaluna very well, very relaxed, and I I always enjoyed listening to them. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, good luck with the other stuff. I, I totally understand. I mean, I was terrified when I first started this show. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's gotten better for me. Uh, and um, yeah, totally get it. But honestly, I never would have guessed. Yeah, it's yeah. for me too. Like I've got like. Obviously, at a certain point, like, at a certain point, this started, like, taking a toll on my mental health. But for a while, it, like, helped a lot. Like, it helped with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It helped me get more confident in myself. Like, you know, like, it helped a lot. But, like, you can only go so far. We hit the plateau and then started going down. Very quickly. <laughs> okay. And it also, it helps that I have a lot of experience pretending Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really vague, but I'm trying not to get depressing. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. So. <laughs> so, um, oh it, here's the thing. I have to be careful because we, we have another group B, which is in the, that's going to be the first, that's going to open us up for March, right? So I got to okay. be careful because there are things I'm dying to uh, talk about that happened in that episode, but for now, 
I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Group B, trapped in Donhurst. Uh, they're still in the middle of the shittiest day uh, <laughs> of their lives. No pun intended. Uh, 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 <laughs> and they're looking for a way to escape the fangs there. It's it's a whole mess. So we open things we open things up with uh I I believe it was you who came up with a with a clever thing, just kind of like I'm gonna turn to a fox and kind of scout around. Yeah, I think well, yeah, it was like kind of a group thing. I don't want to take full like credit for it, but we were talking about it and then I was like, Well, I'm just gonna fucking do it. Bye. <laughs> um, which almost, almost kind of turned ugly. Uh, dogs started. Ch- they have bloodhounds in the city. They're they're kind of scouring everything. They're they're looking. Bullshit. <laughs> Why is it bullshit? Cause I just want to go around and do my fox thing, and you gotta have dogs. I think it was human waste, not bullshit. <laughs> 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 Uh, and when we get to theory and feedback, there's uh, there, there's people asking specific questions about Ripley. But were you banking on seeing him again, or at least seeing him again so soon? Honestly, no, because oh. we had gotten there so quick. I was like, there's no way he was going to get out of the situation he was in and then like catch up to us so quickly. Mm-hmm. Because we had gotten to Donhurst in, like, what, two, three days? Yep. I'm like, there's no way that he'd be able to <laughs> be right there. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure it would be, like, another day or two. If that was going to happen at all. See, that's the thing. That depends on how soon he left uh, He he left in pursuit. How quickly oh could God, he get he away? Did he before us? Did he leave immediately? And he, would like, left before us? And then, like, he was with... Oh my god. You should have went back and talked to him. We could have oh. sorted all this out. He was with the Fang when we rode by them, wasn't he? I can't tell you. I hate you. Why? Because you always say that. I can't tell you that. Well, I can't tell you that because your characters wouldn't know. And that's that's cheating. We can't cheat. But you end up scouting, uh, scouting a route out of the city, or at least a route away from where the Fang currently were, and that was through the sewer. Um, I really wanted to paint an unpleasant picture of what the uh, what the sewer expedition was like, <laughs> and I don't know if I did an appropriately good job, but. Um, I, I wanted it to be not not you know, like not a free ride where it's just like oh there's a sewer and we escape. I wanted to make like I always am fascinated with things like okay so are you going to run for help after that? Are you going to interact with people because you smell like feces? Like you smell terrible. So I wanna I I want that to persist and and like if you haven't bathed in a week or you haven't like people are going to notice like that if you get close to others then they're going to pick up on that type of thing i love that affecting roles i love that affecting role play um but you guys pretty much bathed immediately after (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like to think that like i clean myself off before i turn back from a fox just so my clothes didn't get poopy yeah that's (laughs) because they were in a bag the whole time (laughs) (laughs) which makes total sense um, you did get into a fight with some drakes. 
Yeah, a, a pack of drinks. A pack of drinks. And we, I, I feel like, uh, I, I think Ian is still listening. He, he was in the chat earlier. It's, um, it's something we're definitely going to have to play with, but I, I, Ian loves to do this. He loves to push the boundaries of the wording of a spell to the point, mm-hmm. like the, the, the magic dome around, uh, around one of the drakes. It's like, that's not necessarily how I would interpret that spell right off the bat, but it's like, okay, the, the wording, I guess that makes sense. So we'll, but I, I never want any spell to be just a, like a get out of jail free card or something like that, but it did make sense in that situation. Mm. And you guys, I got thought it was very that. clever. Yeah, and that's the thing. You, I, I, I want people to think outside the box, and I want people to. It's never, it's never uh, put forth as I'm going to do this. It's like, oh, could I do this? Because that makes if if there's any doubt to it. So that is, I, I, I feel like Ian is constantly like poking and prodding and seeing where the limits are, and that's that's usually a pretty cool way to do things. I'm just waiting for like one time you'd be like, no. <laughs> I've given him a no before. I'm positive I've given Ian a no. I was actually thinking about this earlier today, why Mm. I love D&D so much. Because, like, in other RPGs or video games or, you know, just basically any other game, it's like, I cast Ray of Frost. And all it is is, like, a Ray of Frost, and that's it. That's all you can do. Like, you're attacking to deal damage. And then you kill it, then you loot it, and you move on. Whereas D&D, you're like, well, I'm casting this so I can hit this thing, which causes this effect. And then I want to do a flip, which then my character... But if you're in, like, a turn-based RPG or something like that, it's just you do damage, then you're done. Or you heal, and you're done. So that's... I love D&D because of that. Because you can think outside the box and jerry-rig spells to do other things. And I love that. And it is... I. I don't like inconsistencies, but I do like, like, oh, in this circumstance, can I do this because of this? And like, I, it's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I love doing stuff like that yeah, so because good. it helps create a new moment. Like it, it helps kind of chisel something out that's, that's new. Good um, job, Ian. He's yeah. driving, so he can't type. Yeah, but. he's driving. Oh. But yeah, good job, Ian. Uh, so you guys got a Drake pet, which we're going to get to later. Uh, in the in the next extended rest, that'll be fun. But let's oh, talk. Yeah. I I want to talk a little bit more about Calden and and Callie. Mm-hmm. So the moment that I think a lot of people were waiting for finally happened, and honestly, I was expecting a bigger blow up. Um, I was expecting a bigger blow up. Really, <laughs> I wanted to be so angry and like so like, done with Calden, but then he was so logical, and, like, everything he said was making sense, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is a thing. (laughs) I don't know. So, for those of you who haven't listened to the episode yet, I don't know why you're listening to this, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Callie (laughs) witnesses Calden. Calden, they go hunting, and they they shoot a buck. And essentially, the buck is dying, but uh, Calden asks Callie, it's like, oh, hold on a second, I want to do a thing. And slowly freezes the buck's skull. Like excruciatingly slowly. Like, it's, it's, it's like slowly strangling someone. That's basically how I described it. Which would probably be mortifying for someone like Callie. Yeah. Um, I like to think that she was just, like, so stunned. 
like too stunned to react in the moment, like when it happened. Otherwise, I feel like she probably would have stopped it. Right. She had no idea what was going on. And that's I, 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 okay. I want to get the chat. Hi, chat. I want to get your opinion. Um, if if you were in a if you were in a party with Calvin and that happened, how what would your reaction be? It, given the same explanation, like Calvin going through, it's like, oh, I'm doing it for these reasons, and these are what this is why. And um, would you would you take that as oh, okay, that's just it's a pretty logical argument, or would it just still be so mortifying that you would uh, you'd be upset? Because I, I guess it's been built up over months and that's why i figured it would uh it it would be a bigger deal i mean like the thing for callie is that like so when you did the mouse and the frog those are like innocent little animals who weren't doing anything who weren't going to like benefit the party or anything like that and like then on the elk it's a little different because we're gonna kill it anyways Mm. and it's gonna be food so so it's more of a food chain thing yeah, I would, I would consider it that. And I was, I was thinking about it too. Like, I think you reacted it perfectly because, like you said, you were gonna kill this thing, and it's not like he just picked. He went up to the elk at while it was still alive and did this. Like, it was in the process of dying. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you don't know about the other creatures. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he did. He did tell Callie. Like she was like, "Wait, you've been practicing." <laughs> well, what else? What else is he going to practice on, though? Right? I think it's a it's a good move that he's working up to here to be able to just you know hold his hand up and free someone from the inside out. Could be useful. Could turn him into a major villain. But um, you know, he's not doing it on small children or anything like that. Right? He's yeah. got a. That's true. There has to be some sacrifices for him to get to this point where he's got this huge trick in his bag, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm I'm looking at the chat. Irish Katana, Hainway, uh, Bouquet, Mac, uh, uh, Ivana Lovegood. Everyone's basically like, yeah, it's torture. <laughs> it's like it's just, like it's basically like, or creepy or something like that. So, I mean. It's it's something that that warrants looking into, right? If it's a thing where you guys are, uh, let's say let's say the thing with Trent went differently, and let's say this is like six months down the line, would Calden have threatened to freeze Trent's innards to get information out of him, or or something like that? Like it's it's something that that warrants discussion, I guess. But the rest of the party doesn't know about it yet. It's just a little secret between Callie and Calvin. So just a little secret. Just no, a little no secret. big deal. Yeah, I think. A one. <laughs> I mean, one of the things I was thinking about, like while we were playing, was like if Callie flat out says no, and he's already been practicing without anybody knowing. Like if she says no, don't do this anymore. Like, is he just going to keep doing it without her knowing? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, her knowing about it and her being involved in her brain is like also a little bit better than just him going around. Right. Freezing things. Right. And again, uh, Ian isn't here to to speak for Calvin. So we're just guessing. And Ian, if you're listening to this, hi, love you, buddy. This is just, this is just speculation purely. Um, 
it it is okay. You have established that there is a difference between like freezing a buck that you were already going to kill. Like it was it was in the food chain. You guys were going to mm. kill it no matter what. So it's a little it's, it could have been quicker, but whatever. And like him freezing a puppy. Mm. No, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just there's a big difference. He hasn't frozen yeah. any frozen any puppies. If it makes you feel any better. Yeah. It does not make me feel any better whatsoever. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but that was the end of Arc 2, Episode 26. Uh, and, I, yeah, the, the next group B is uh, is pretty cool. You guys so many things. I'm really, I'm really excited, man. Um, and I got, a, I got a group A tomorrow. So speaking of group yeah. A... Let's yeah. let's get Susan and James involved here. Uh, Arc two, episode twenty-seven, Showtime, aired on February eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, Group A prepares to put on a play for the people of Winterhaven. Will it be a show for the ages or a magnificent flop? <laughs> I, before we get into this, I want to say I had so much damn fun uh, with this episode just because it was. It was something I've never attempted before. You guys took to it uh, really well. You were game for whatever was going to happen. It wasn't one of those situations where you have – it wasn't a win or lose situation. It was like, hey, whatever happens, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, w- I wasn't sure how you were going to go about this thing. And I was kind of like, am I going to have to come up with – I would like, never do that. To if you. you'd give me like a, a a vague idea of you know what's supposed to happen, and it's like, oh god, okay. No, uh, I, but, I, I would I never like put you on the spot like that because that's I didn't even think about that as an option until you kind of mentioned it in yeah. in the episode. It's like, oh god, no, I would never do that. To you. That's, that's funny because that's ex- <laughs> that's the first place I went. I was like, oh no, oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I had it in the chat, but I was. Oh my god, I thought it would be amazing if Rob had to play Ubo as uh, Malchus. I, I just <laughs> want to see that. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, first of all, it's awesome that we have Susan and James here because after the fight that ended the previous Group A episode, um, there was kind of a tense conversation between Maddie and Masoka. And we were actually going to glaze over that and james i'm really glad you kind of because we were we were just kind of like oh we'll just simulate some stuff and we'll go and uh, i believe it was you who said well actually i would probably approach maddie if if she's being (laughs) silent and i'm really glad you did because i like this conversation i wasn't expecting it either (laughs) well right because you're like you know she'd be avoiding him like the plague it's like well you walk up to her so uh I keep thinking I'm making Susan very uncomfortable, so I hope I'm not. No, you're not. Okay. (laughs) It's cool. Uh, Yeah, so I wasn't expecting it as Susan, so it was pretty, you got some pretty raw, (laughs) because I was not expecting that conversation to come up for a long time, because you and I had actually talked about it when it first, when you decided Misoka was going to start liking Maddie, and it was supposed to be a joke, and then I was just like, okay, she'll play, uh, she'll play uh, Ignorant. Yeah, yeah, and, and that was that was going to be like the shtick, right? But it's yeah. sort of like, well, you know, I can only play 
I know it's really, it's fun playing dumb Ahsoka for sure, and like you know blunt and however he is, but it, it sort of is changing to this thing where like he's starting to realize, and especially after playing Malchus Grimness, Ooh. he was you know <laughs> there, there's more to life than what he's been used to, you know the mm-hmm. the very small pocket of Daria that he grew up in, uh, you know that made him what he is. And he's not necessarily satisfied with that. Hmm. I I don't want to push for anything. I'm interested to see how... When I say the word relationship, I don't mean like a romantic relationship, but their relationship in the group. I'm interested to see how Maddie and Masoka's relationship evolves over the next several months. Because... While they have a similar background, obviously there's a huge fork in the road where they both they both had different upbringings, and but so similar at the same time. It's so right. Weird. It's they're yeah. It's very it's very strange, and um, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes because I I I think that they're. They have very cute interactions with each other, but it doesn't necessarily mean romantic. It's just like, oh, I, I really like that Masoka's genuinely trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's definitely not... I didn't even come at it from like a macho perspective where it's like, I beat up that dude. Did that impress you? I mean, there was a little bit of that, but it's just <laughs> so much of who Masoka is that he couldn't he couldn't not do what he did. So I did the nerdiest thing I, earlier today or yesterday. I actually rolled for uh, if Maddie would be attracted to Masoka. Really? Because <laughs> I am not Maddie, so I can make conjectures and, you know, a third person point of views. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's something about person to person where that chemistry clicks. So I actually rolled if she was attracted to him. And you guys will find out. Oh, I oh. love it. <laughs> I'm so into this. I love the tease. You already know he has a above average butt. <laughs> so if that if you did that affect uh, the role? Oh, hey, there part. was actually factors. This is how nerdy it got. So I looked, I looked up like the common factors for attractiveness, and I even was like, okay, well, most girls are attracted to a smile or hair or body or, and then like wow. personality stuff, and it averaged out. And I took the average. <laughs> have I Can told you... you recently that I love you, Susan? Like, have I... <laughs> Can you share that formula with me? Because I would love to use that so much on so many characters you don't understand. <laughs> it, so, but there, I have a result and we'll see while we're recording tomorrow. But actually, yeah. I probably need to get with you, James. Like behind the scenes. Okay. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's okay. That again, we've talked about it a little bit. If you if you're not on our Patreon, patreon.com slash T A N D R, you can hear little things like character chats. And one of the things I know you and I have talked about before, Susan, is you were the one character in DNR when we were doing the new arc. You you did roles for tons yes. of background stuff. It was complete like you just left a lot of stuff up to fate and then just worked with what you were handed. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that you left this up to fate, too. It, it makes a lot of sense. Nearly everything in Maddie's backstory is a rule. Oh. 
God, I love that. I, I, that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that is how I used to play Pathfinder. So, fucking oh, high five, dude. I that love working so around fun. it. It's so good. <laughs> um, so after that tease, uh, moving on, you guys get to, uh, you get to talking to Leroy. And he had adjusted his script because I, I I didn't present this out right, but obviously he was probably catering to uh he was probably catering to a lot of old ways of thinking in terms of uh Malchus and probably orcs in general and all that stuff. So it probably wouldn't have been as open minded or a um as nice a reflection <laughs> as as it ended up being, but um, there wasn't too much of a dispute over what he presented to you guys. It it didn't sound like you guys had uh, much. I, I mean, Donovan had some notes. <laughs> he has notes about everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it didn't sound like you guys had too many objections to it. Maddie's reaction was Susan's reaction. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and I mean, we're just putting a lot of faith in Leroy. Like, this is not something they'd ever done before. Um, you know, they just had to trust it was going to go well. And thankfully for the dice rolls, it did. Right. Because that could have gone... I'd like to to see the alternate version where we rolled... You know, crit ones and terribly, and really right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I started getting worried, honestly, when uh, Donovan was doing all the. You know, he was he was going out on the town and trying to you know get buzz going for the show, and he he was rolling so well. It's like, oh man, this is going to be a packed house. Like wow. this is they're going to fill these seats. So whatever happens here, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> You guys could have rolled as well as you did and, you know, tore the house down, but there only be, you know, a quarter of the seats full or something like that. So the reach wouldn't be as large. Th you know, this this was amazing. So we get to run with this now. We live in the reality where you guys destroyed it. You, you tore it all down. And this benefits uh, the orcs as a whole. It benefits Malchus. It benefits you guys. It benefits Leroy. Which is something we touched on at the end of this episode, and I, I kind of want to get into it a little bit because I I feel good about that. Like he's he's uh, he's a he's kind of a sadder character, and this <laughs> like he might get a second chance because of you guys. Um, speaking of which, let's get into the play. Let's let's get into the actual show. The best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> we took a break. Uh, just before we got to the play itself, what was running through your guys' head before that? Like before we picked it up and we started actually rolling dice for performances and makeup and, and all that stuff, were there any nerves? Were you <laughs> were you worried about the outcome either way? Because I, I know a lot of people were very not middle of the road, but they were like, "Oh, this is going to be fantastic, no matter what happens. If it's a train wreck, awesome. If it's not, awesome." I'm yeah. raising my hand. That was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was on that side too. I mean, either way, it was going to be spectacular, whether it was a failure or a success. Right. You know, I don't think there was any medium there. Uh, and, I, and I still didn't know at that part either really how it was going to go. So that, you know, there's kind of like that nervous anticipation. 
Right. Which was, it was just kind of fun. So, um, before we actually tackle the show, there's a dispute in the chat right now. Susan, how do you spell nope, poopies? Nope. <laughs> there's a website. There's a oh website. My God. How do you spell okay. it? Susan's got a bookmark. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so mad about this poopies bullshit because <gasps> Kelsey you. was messaging me <laughs> while you guys were doing that session. Nothing like in depth or anything, but just like, oh my God, this is going amazing. And then just sent in the group chat with Kelsey Mids and I, just no explanation whatsoever, a link to poopies. Oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> little little poop and pee characters very oh, cute yeah i i don't usually leave in anything from like uh like the behind the scenes stuff uh but i i threw it in the going around the table just because it was such a huge part of our day <laughs> if you go again patreon.com slash dandr there's behind the scenes stuff and uh brie edited that episode put everything together there's over an hour <laughs> Of stuff before the session of poopies of poopies a lot of it is just it's just poopies and teasing susan and like each new person that gets added to the call the conversation starts up all over again and it's the stupidest thing okay god those are the best though and you could hear me getting steadily more angry about it (laughs) (laughs) it starts off denial like really this exists and then like oh my god this really exists and then i can't believe this exists i'm fucking offended that someone made this and is making money off of it oh more money than any of us will ever see oh my god i don't know i don't know i've got some really good ideas oh yeah dude i i will die in a pauper's grave and the (laughs) the the, the maker of poopies yeah (laughs) They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> oh my god! Just be a, poop, a, a poop emoji on your headstone. <laughs> <laughs> this death brought to you by poopies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into this show. Let's get into the performance. Um, holy shit! I have seen so many nice things about this episode specifically specifically the shows obviously you guys you all had hot hands all of you everyone rolled amazingly um to the point that if the reactions weren't so genuine someone could accuse like one of you of fraud or me it's like it's so like (laughs) so consistently like 17 18 18 17 like so consistently throughout the entire thing, every time you needed a big role, you nailed it. Oh, so perfect. Um, I, go ahead, please. I was just going to say, I just loved it. It was so good. Like, the the one that I really wanted to be perfect was uh, the him playing Malchus, and it worked out perfectly. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and Rob's high stakes, like, you know... 18 or more, and Malchus is in the audience. Oh, yep. that was perfect, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, the, 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 the crit you wrote, that's your, I think your second big crit of, uh, of this arc, but it, it, it's one of those things that caught everybody off guard. You, like, canonically nailed the performance of Malchus Grimness and, <laughs> 
I, I love the stuff Rob was interjecting. It all, it was all just really fucking great. It, it, it was, it was a low stakes thing. Like it wasn't combat. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything that was going to change the face of the world. It was very, that's what, that's the kind of stuff I wanted to do with this arc is get, uh, get more of this character type stuff going on. So now we can go forward and you've changed, you know, you've changed things and affected people's lives, but it's not so dire. It's not so you yeah. know, maudlin or anything. And it's really fucking cool. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to say about, uh, about the play before we move on? I have not listened to it, but I trust that it's amazing. And I'm going to say right now that I loved it. Wonderful. <laughs> 10 out of 10. You did. You really did. <laughs> you said Kelsey was messaging you uh, during the thing? Yeah, I don't remember any of what they said, but I just I just trust that it that it was so good that I can go ahead and give it a rating right now. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like I did before going to see Spider-Man. I was like, this is my favorite movie I've ever seen. And then boom, I was right. So. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, That pretty much wrapped up episode 27. We, we, we stopped right after that. So I guess tomorrow we're going to find out how things go and, and what happens afterward. Uh, let's do some Therian feedback and close things out. Uh, we asked you guys on our Discord server what you thought, and you guys sent in a bunch of questions. Uh, opening it up, though, uh, a bunch of people wished Mac well, uh, just like they did in the stream tonight. Uh, like I said, we got, uh, we got a couple of emails about it. There were people in, there were, there were too many to list, but I just wanted to take a second and, uh, thank everybody for, for saying such nice stuff and, and yeah. Thanks for speaking on my behalf, Jason. Don't mention it. God. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like, thanks, everybody. You're all sweet. You're all sweethearts. And I'm, honestly, the, the reason that I'm most sad about leaving is the fans. Because, like, y'all have sent me, like, really sweet messages. Like, they're like, hey, Kelowna Existing, like, did this for me. And I'm like, oh. So, yeah. Well, that's really nice. Uh, we did get some questions. Uh, Irish Katana, Group A, are you excited about the uh, the resolution of the play? Would you prefer a travesty or even a mediocre performance? Also, what was your guess on what the play was going to be? Did it actually surprise you? We kind of tackled this a little bit. I, I loved how the play went. I, like, I don't think it could have gone better for us, really. A couple of uh, low roles, but they worked for what was going on. And right. uh, I mean, I, I had I had no idea what the play was going to be about, honestly. I figured no clue, no clue. Just tons of things like running through my mind. But the fact that it is was what it was, um, I think was perfect. Uh, you know, for a Winter Haven crowd. I think that's that's the best play you could have put on. Do you see any future for Group A doing something like this again? Maybe going out on the road? <laughs> um, <clears throat> not for Ubo. Yeah, he was pretty clear. <laughs> like, uh... 
and it's probably best. It's like, you know, go out on top. I think he's what he said. And it's, uh, I, what are the odds of it going that well a second time? Yeah, no. This is like, unless one we of those... become proficient in acting, <laughs> just train, just train your performance, dump all your stats into performance. That's all you have to do. We'll give up all our other skills at fighting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. This this was like that Final Fantasy side quest. That's like yes. totally weird for the game, but you know, it's it's fun anyway, but then it never comes back to it. So. Right. Yeah. And there was a twenty hour cutscene. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh again, big shout out to Bree. She uh she had a bunch of different uh, sound effects and stuff during during the play itself and yeah, took uh took great pains to make that sound as good as it did. So thank you, Bree. Uh, Wiki Steve, uh, or, or Steve the Wiki Guy, however you want to, however you want to say. Group B, while not a murderous bunch, except Calvin, of course, was there any discussion about doing something worse to Trent? Um, worse? Probably not. I know no? we were talking about it, like, on the group page a little bit, about, like, oh, maybe hostage situation if we needed to, but mm-hmm. nothing like Devious. <laughs> but how, how valuable, uh, how valuable ahead, is Trent? How valuable is Trent really to that group? Well, no, you mean just... like to Cal- Cali or like to no to, to... <laughs> oh to the Fang to oh. the Fang yeah he's probably disposable. I mean, Jason like made it sound like he was one of the leaders, but. Also, he's not that smart, so <laughs> I can't imagine like him going missing is that big of a deal. Wow, but that's just me. Just, just was, a, the, the, yeah. wow. I think it was a, I think it was a better decision to just get out of there than to take him hostage. Don't think that would have benefited you. Yeah. Right. Well, also, it's another mouth to feed. You got to keep him quiet. What are you going to do? Negotiate for? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's a it's a hassle. Maybe he joins the group. When we Maybe. get to the to like the the gates, like how do we actually explain what we're doing? Right. Just be stealthy and just go. <laughs> I got to ask a question, actually, while we're while we're discussing Trent. Yeah. So we we had a bunch of fun in the session and stuff like that because the the running gag is oh Callie and Trent are going to end up hooking up something like that. <laughs> is that something that just sends a chill down your spine, or is it <laughs> is it just like haha guys fuck you? Um, it's a little both. Okay. <laughs> like when <laughs> the episode before when. Valerie was like really egging it on. I was like, fuck you. I hate you. Like I really <laughs> wanted to fly to Florida and go to Valerie's house and just, I don't know, but she's tiny yeah. too. So it she's, wouldn't take I, much. Exactly. Just throw her I'm like the twice her height. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think like the biggest thing is that I was there on the ground floor of the creation of Trent. So I have like all these preconceived notions. So right. just the idea about that is just like, well, okay. I will say this, and I'm not I'm not saying anything in favor of it, but Trent is a deeper character than a joke. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. 
<laughs> He's really I think that's deep. the perfect. That's the perfect reaction to that statement. <laughs> Excuse me. I wouldn't add a character to the to the to the world or something that was just a joke. Like no. there, could, there could be heavily leaning on a joke, but not just a joke. Because oh, probably a really sad backstory. I I may never know, honestly, but like it's you know. But that's why he smokes on that black grass. Or what is it? Is that what it's called? Black yeah. grass? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, so, St. Euler has a couple of questions. <clears throat> Group B, did Tatiana consider the possibility of Ripley following her? Obviously, Jamie's not here, so we can't answer that one, but I do want to ask the, uh, <clears throat> a group something about Ripley. Um... It seems like it was a gut reaction, but uh, seems pretty obvious in retrospect he was going to follow them uh, to Donhurst. If Tatiana were to confess she helped him escape, how would the group react? Has uh, do you th- do you feel like Callie has worked that out? That Tatiana helped him escape. Yeah, I don't think she's thought that far into it yet. Okay. Like, it all happened so fast, like, Ripley was there, and then there were dogs, and then she had to run, and, like, (laughs) and they had to get out, and, like, all she thought about was, like, getting out of the city. That's all she's ever really thinking about, is just, like, getting out of the situation they're in. Right. Everyone wants to kind of hang out, explore caves. She's like, can we just go? (laughs) (laughs) And that's happened a few times where you guys are in pretty crappy situations, and it's just... (laughs) And Calvin's just like, I want to see what's going on with that house down there. I'm like, but could we not? Calvin's got a natural curiosity. <laughs> like a cat. Uh, this one's to me. Uh, were there roles to decide what Ripley would do? Yes, there were. Uh, what were the possibilities? If you don't mind us peeking behind the DM screen. Um, so, <clears throat> obviously, the big two were to d- disengage from everything. Or to continue to try to get this mission done, or at least meet up with his crew. And obviously the odds were going to be that he was going to try and meet up with his crew. There's no reason for him to try and ditch everything. He was probably going to double down. Um, now, what he's doing in Donhurst is actually interesting. And I'm hoping uh, – I'm I'm – I'm kind of hoping we get to explore that at some point. I'm sure we will, be it – uh, you know, word gets back to the group or, you know, events transpire, but I'm, I'm anxious to, I'm anxious to see that because what's happening now in Donhurst is obviously a game changer. And yeah, there's going to be a bunch of stuff that happens. Uh, a little more from St. Euler, uh, group a, how much did you pay Jason to let you roll D twenties plus 10 instead of regular D twenties? Please speculate. I still have to pay you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like it was like three hundred dollars. Ah, man, your PayPal's still open. Let me let me. See. <laughs> you guys, you only have to pay three hundred to get good rolls. Because <laughs> of each. Yeah, but like that's less than I ever had to pay. <laughs> well, I like them better. <laughs> that makes sense. That tracks. Um, <laughs> and he wanted a good result for the play too. So yeah, that's yeah that that makes sense. This all adds up. You know, there's going to be one person out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, I knew it. Like there's there's one conspiracy theorist. Why why do you think Kaluna survived this long? <laughs> it sure as hell wasn't luck. 
because <laughs> Mac is loaded. <laughs> like, yeah. he has so much money. <laughs> I have so much money. You would not believe. Uh, please speculate on what the reaction from both grimnesses would be. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, we obviously we are working. Uh, me and Bree. If time didn't run out on us this month, there would have been a post credit stinger for this episode, for episode uh, 27 of Arc 2. Time sort of ran out on us. We had to do an out-of-town thing, so we're pushing it back to the next Group A session. But there will be an after credit singer with Jadzia and Vallis and them talking and all that stuff. Um, and, and we've kind of – we've had a bunch of people asking what Malchus thinks of it and what Vallis thinks of it. I'm interested in what Aerolove might think of it because people forget there's a third Grimness child sometimes. Um, you mean the best grimness child? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah, you guys um, have to pander because I'm here, but it's cool. <laughs> but I'll take it for it's to the amazing, wonderful fans. Uh, how do you think Aerolove would react if uh, she had seen the play? Well, okay, so two years have passed, and obviously, I think. I'm not giving too much away here. The whole family pretty much made up. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Yeah, like, if they're not, like, the best of buds, but they all get along now without killing each other. <laughs> but I think Aerolove still has a little bit of cynicalness about um, Malchus, so she probably would have laughed. She would have okay. found it highly enjoyable, and she would have been moved by the acting, but she probably would have been laughing, too. So, like, that's that is good, and we haven't really explored what's going on with the grimnesses and all that stuff. But there are kids involved now, and like that, we we kind of tied some of that up at the end of arc one, or at least set it in motion so that it's not as antagonistic. Or, or uh, I'm I'm looking for the right word because it wasn't uh, vengeful. I guess is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, are you expecting any financial gain from the performance? You yes. guys were, were promised part of the ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done, and then we'll make sure we get those. Yep. Because <laughs> there was like thousands and thousands of people there, right? There were there were tons. <laughs> uh, let's see. It seems like Amvin, at least, is looking forward to the next job and Donovan to the next party. What kind of work opportunities do you hope for? Yeah. Fucking speculate wildly. What do you think is going to be presented to you? Because I talked to Kelsey not that long ago. Um, uh, we were doing character stuff, and I I essentially told them that it, it's that there's going to be a platter laid out for you guys because you are now problem solvers in Winterhaven. Hmm. Man, T- too I, many I choices. Mean, yeah, I mean, I'd like to get back to the adventuring side of thing. Um, I don't know. Like if someone's sending us on a fetch quest or, you know, there's something we just want to check out. That's fine. Like I, I'm good with anything really. Yeah. Um, hmm. Maddie too. Like she's on her pilgrimage. So she wants to keep moving. So. And I mean, Masoka's there cause Donovan's there and they're both out of, Brightport, I guess for different reasons, but, you know, Masoka just wants to stay away from there, so um, he's just happy to be with the group, really. 
Okay. Exciting it, answers. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and there's some examples. Retrieve an artifact from a tomb up north. Negotiate peace with the Overwatch. I, well, okay. It is, it is uh, worth mentioning that Overwatch is now Overdale again. And uh, they're not warring with anybody. They're 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 at peace. Over Overdale's actually bending over backwards to try and mend fences, and they got a long road to you know to to go. But yeah, they're trying to make things better or find some bloodroot in the mountains. I don't think we'll do that last one. Probably not. Um, Wild black grass would be fine. <laughs> Just sparks them up in the middle of town. Yeah. <laughs> I personally don't want to do any like negotiations. Yeah. I just want a good old fashioned go kill some kobolds. Yeah. There's there's gonna be all kinds of stuff for you guys. A plus. So that's me. Maddie wants to do she wants to make everything better. She's boring. uh and that wraps us up for extended rest uh for the month of february um obviously thank you thank you all for for being on the panel tonight and uh thank every one of you out there for listening and supporting us and coming out to to hang out with us in the chat is is there anything you guys would like to say to to kind of wrap us up i'm gonna miss you mac Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I was sitting here like, I should probably say some sort of heartfelt thing. Speech, <laughs> but, uh, speech, 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 speech. I mean, I already kind of gave my speech. I blew my load early. <laughs> I didn't think this through. <laughs> da, da, da. It was a fun time. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, um, follow your dreams, uh, stay in school, (laughs) don't, don't do drugs unless prescribed by a doctor, um, I'm running out of things, someone cut off my joke, please. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just gonna let this twist in the wind for a while. Um. (laughs) Um, Oh, 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 uh. You can, if you, if you ever uh, want to share a story with me, because I won't be looking at DNR stuff for a while, probably just because I'm still tired. Uh, you can, you can message me on Twitter, and I might not respond to it because I'm bad at responding to things with genuine emotion in them. But uh, I will read them. So, yeah. I'm worried about cutting you off again. No. <laughs> Let me keep talking forever. Uh, now's a bad time to mention we haven't been live in like five minutes, but that's. You know, that's actually good. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, thank you guys oh so much. Uh, again, we are brought to you by Patreon, <clears throat> patreon.com slash D A N D R. Just had a terrific uh, character chat with Kelsey. People really seem to enjoy that. Uh, we're going to be posting Safe Haven this this uh, within the next few days, probably probably Tuesday, something like that. Uh, we did a great living in Theria this month, all about demons, and you guys asked over a hundred questions, so we just sat and rattled off answers for for uh, for demons for over two two and a half hours, something like that. So uh, thank you guys for sending them all to us. 
Um, we're going to let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will see you next month for another extended rest. Thank you, guys. Bye! 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 We really hope you guys enjoyed today's extended rest. Obviously, we meet up once a month on Twitch to talk about everything that we've produced in that month. Next month's going to be a pretty big one because we're getting ready for Theriathon in April. So March is going to be pretty much us battening down the hatches. Obviously, at the end of this, we already talked about Patreon.com and how that helps us out and it keeps the lights on. We're actually almost to a brand new milestone, something we've never reached before. So if you go to Patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R... Toss in a buck. It really helps us out, and you get a bunch of extra free content to boot. The higher we climb, the more we can do. We're working towards things like uh, you know, art, and uh, we want to do complete landscapes for cities and towns. We're working on a new map. There's all kinds of stuff, but obviously it takes money to do that. So we really appreciate you guys supporting us and listening, your reviews on iTunes, everything. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next week with a brand new episode.